Hi, and welcome to Vicarious Home, the podcast where you can enjoy living vicariously through stories. I'm Marissa Mortimer, and having published some of my books, I would like to share some of the joy and blessing of living vicariously with you. Grab a coffee, like me, or another drink, and let's launch in. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of 2023. Doesn't time fly? It feels like January has only just started, but this is already the second episode of the year. I'm happy to say that I've already read a few books for my reading challenge, so I've only got another 34 or so to go. Anyway, I hope you started the year with some lovely stories and books as well. Now, I walk our puppy every morning, especially as she's been in season the last few weeks, meaning she has to stay on the lead. Now, Pets and living vicariously is a totally different chapter, I feel, as there's so much to say about pets. There are many books about pets, of course, and animals and animal stories. And I will get back to this one day, I promise. As Walking Goldie every day, you get all kinds of ideas for stories in your head. Anyway, the thing I was thinking of for today is the weather. I know, it's such a British topic that it somehow has to make it into stories, doesn't it? It's hard to add it into dialogue as it quickly starts to look like you've been writing for NaNoWriMo and were desperate for your word count to reach 50,000. Now, for those of you who haven't done this yet, NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month, which is November. The aim is to write 50,000 words, so occasionally it can be tempting to add some dialogue or the scenes simply to add more words. Anyway, the weather can be a great background to a story. Sometimes it might be to set the scene, sometimes it might actually drive a story or deepen the story. Like, in my mind, funerals should be on dreary days with a drizzle and everything grey. To have a sunny day feels wrong as backdrop, but that could make the scene stand out as well. In the February issue of Mom's Favourite Reads, which is an e-magazine I write for and I do the social media for, I have a flash fiction story, the one in February days where it starts with three misty days. I was standing in our garden, trying to see the top of our garden, which was impossible for more than three days, and I realised it would make a really good opening line. The world looked so different once the mist finally lifted, but what if someone disappeared in that time? In fact, I love the line so much I might try it out a few times for different stories. One of my very first meetings with the local Christian writers group, we were given the theme of clouds to write about. So some did non-fiction, some did stories. I did a little story and I did it about a storm chaser couple that had problems. Again, the weather is a fun backdrop, setting the unexpected theme of the story. It is one of the reasons Sapphire Beach, my first book, is set in Crete. I love Crete. The warm weather, the sunny beaches... And we've been a few times, each time in September, when it's still warm, the seawater is perfect and it's not too busy. So, when doing NaNoWriMo in a wet, windy and miserable November, I decided that Crete would make the perfect setting to write about each evening. It was lovely to imagine sitting on sun-drenched beaches, eating baklava in lovely hotels and just imagine the heat on your shoulders when walking around, vicariously living at its finest. On the other hand, book three of the Alabi Chronicles I'm writing at the moment is set in a jungle. It will need some adjusting, but the sticky heat, the humid air and endless insects make for a background to shudder. Sitting in my wonderfully dry and warm study, 
I am relieved that someone else has to get the leeches off their legs and that I don't have to smell the rotting vegetation. It's living vicariously, but not necessarily in a positive way. How would I react, I do wonder, though? And would my faith cope with that kind of environment? Would I moan as much and blame the whole trip on my friends? And would peer pressure make me come out with the right words, however not felt? That's what I like about writing or telling stories, seeing other struggles from the comfort of my chair, or imagining myself somewhere warm and cosy. Now, I struggle with details in stories, and I can simply picture the scene, forgetting that my readers might not have the same kind of ideas. So I often have to go back to what I have written and add details like colour, dress type and weather. The weather is easier to imagine and it's therefore easy to forget to add it to your stories. For readers, having some weather details is lovely though, as it can set the atmosphere of the scene so well. I once read out loud one of my favourite books to a class of 10 year olds, only to realise after a few lines that the entire page was taken up describing the sunset. I struggled with that, as it was hard to keep your intonation going for such a long time. Reading the book for myself, however, I hadn't noticed how much description there had been in the book, as it took me right into the setting, ready for the story itself to unfold. So again, it you know, might not be easy to do, it might not be easy to read, but it used to be like that in a lot of all the books, you get very long, long, long descriptions, which is nice, yeah, it's different. Anyway, I like sunsets. They're so beautiful. I keep taking pictures of them, only to realise that I have no idea what to do with them afterwards. But it lifts my mood, seeing the gorgeous colours in the sky, the darkness of the trees against that background, and the smell that comes along with the sunset. So there we are, the weather in stories, and how to live vicariously through different backdrops and settings using the weather. As it's freezing cold again at the moment, after weeks of rain and storm, I wonder what kind of scenes that will lead to in my imagination. I would love to live vicariously somewhere warm and dry, first of all, but on the other hand, would my character overlook something as they're in a rush to get out of the cold or out of the rain? Will the endless wind and rain unearth something that should have stayed hidden? Hmm. Anyway, let's go to the challenge. So, here is the challenge. As always, I would love to get stories sent to my email address to put on my Podbean site. So just go and join in and have a go. So here's this week's challenge. It's around the weather, as you can imagine. Choose a type of weather and use it to drive your story. It can be good weather. It can be bad weather. It can be weather typical for that kind of event, or it can jar with the event. Like I mentioned earlier, having a sunny, warm day for a funeral. Any kind of story will do and send it to vicariousage.ohm at gmail.com or find the email on my website, vicarioushome.com. Now, keep it at around 500 words and I will send a gift to everyone entering in the competition with a special prize for the winner, as well as being showcased on the Podbean site. Now, enjoy living vicariously through some interesting weather and I look forward to reading those stories. Have a great, great storytelling time. I hope you've been inspired by that to daydream on paper yourself, or maybe you simply enjoyed listening to others sharing their stories with you. Do visit my website at vicariushome.com for my books or to read more about me. I would love to hear from you, so stay in touch. 
My newsletter has some lovely giveaways as well as news, so make sure you subscribe. And I hope to see you back on here in a fortnight with more ideas as well as another challenge. In the meantime, enjoy living vicariously. Thank you.